Hey guys, and welcome to the final episode in the 12 Universal Laws series. Um, per usual, I just wanted to let you know that there is a workbook on my website. You can find the link in the show notes, but it basically just lays it all out for you what we're discussing so you can go back and update yourself on it. There's journal prompts in there that could help you understand the laws better, and it's only $3. So if you feel called, hop on the website, grab your workbook. It's a great resource. Now, I'm going to jump right in. I'm recording multiple episodes today, so I will update you on my life in further episodes, but I just wanted to bring you this um, last episode on the 12 Universal Laws, and this we will be discussing law number 10, 11, and 12, okay? So law number 10 is the law of polarity. Basically, everything does have an opposite, but there's no end to something and no beginning to something else. Does that make sense? So picture everything is on a continuum sliding scale and there's an opposite end of hot per se and there's an opposite end of cold, but it doesn't just stop being hot and and then start being cold. We discussed this last week on the law of relativity that just because something's hot to you doesn't mean it's hot to somebody else. And so this is really just um, giving you an example of everything is on a sliding scale and there's different varying degrees and extremes, but they're not um, inseparable. They have different ends of the scales, but you can't pull them apart. Does that make sense? And so there's no absolutes. It's just varying. And I like to use this law to help maintain balance and focus. For example, there is obviously a, an end of the spectrum of abundance, and there's an end of the spectrum of lack right? You can't ever just be in perfect one or the other. It's always varying degrees. But the good thing about that is, is you can slide that scale up and down to fit what it is that you are looking for. And there's also two parts to the law of polarity. There's the content, right? We want to manifest or to have abundance. And then the opposite of that, obviously, the law of polarity is lack. And so wherever you are on the scale, you can move that by the second part which is enthusiasm, okay? And this is why I always preach. I did a Facebook Live in the Facebook group, the Freedom Guild this week, um, talking about basically living with intention. That is why I always preach about living with intention because this content, abundance and lack for our example, is always there. It doesn't go away, but it moves on the scale based on your enthusiasm. And you can't have enthusiasm for something that you are being apathetic about. You can't have enthusiasm for something that you aren't paying attention to. So I always like to talk about living with intention. And th this is going to vary depending on what is important to you. So using our example, abundance, whether that's abundance in finances, abundance in love and relationships and business, whatever it may be, your values are going to determine where you're, what you pay attention to. So if you value abundant friendships, that's obviously something that you're going to put an effort to, right? If you are trying to work on abundance and mindset, instead of having a lack mindset, you want to have an abundant mindset, you need to pay attention to it. 
right? The stuff we're apathetic to doesn't really matter. So if you're trying to manifest abundance and finances, you obviously have to hone in and be enthusiastic and focus on that aspect of your life. Your finances cannot flourish if you are not paying attention to them, right? You can't move that scale toward abundance from lack if you're just apathetic and stuck somewhere in the middle and you don't really care about what you're moving, right? So content and energy. What is it, the content, that you want to work on moving that scale towards and what energy are you putting behind it? So if there's an area of your life that is lacking, for me, I'm just using a personal example. I talk about this all the time. It would be my dating life, right? But I haven't paid any attention to it. I haven't made an effort. I've been very apathetic. Um, I put one foot kind of in the door and then I get um, apathetic and I pull back out and nothing ever happens. So if I want an abundant dating life, I'm going to have to make the effort and focus on the content that I'm putting into my dating life to move that scale towards abundance, right? And that's just a personal example. You can put that towards any area of your life. If you want a flourishing business, you obviously have to work your business. You obviously have to be putting in the time and effort towards it, right? And same with your health. If you're being apathetic about your health, if you are not paying attention to and being mindful about what you're fueling your body with, if you are not getting off your butt and working out, that scale is going to tip more towards the opposite end of the spectrum than what you would normally want it to be. So you have to focus on your energy of what you're putting in to slide that scale back up into your favor. Okay, so that's the law of polarity. Um, just a couple of thought-provoking questions. What area of your life have you not been paying attention to and you know that it shows? Okay, and what are you going to do to put intention behind that area of your life to start taking actions to move that scale in your favor? Um, so next is the law of rhythm. This basically states, I really love this law because it it's so hopeful because it just states that everything in life has a season or a cycle. You can call it the cycle law. But everything moves in harmony, in rhythm to create seasons and cycles. It can be related back to there's a time to sow and a time to reap, right? You're not going to reap your harvest the same time that you're planting your seeds. You know what I mean? So the law establishes growth stages, patterns, seasons. It helps keep everything in regularity and synchrony. So it's basically, it's a pendulum that swings back and forth one way or the other. And this law basically governs everything that we know as nature of our bodies, our relationships, the economy even, the tides, our spirituality, um, especially as women, we know that it regulates our cycles within our body. So it's, there's a season for everything. You can even apply this to business. You, there's, you're not going to be up here all the time. You it's more of like a like a roller coaster up and down, up and down in perfect harmony. And if we I I know it sounds so cliché, but if we never know or have the bad times, we're never going to be able to learn from that and truly appreciate and get back up to the good times, right? So there's a reason for it. 
we just have to be accepting of that and be mindful of that and know that it's not a negative thing per se. Sometimes it feels like it, right, when we're in the valleys and we want to be on the hill. But there's a reason for those valleys. There really truly is. There's a reason that there is a spring season and then a summer season. There's a reason that it takes time to plant and to nourish and to grow something so that you may be able to reap the rewards of it. Think about it. Everything is on a cycle. Okay. So you can't experience an up level if you aren't coming up from anything. You can't experience um, growth if you're not having drawbacks. You can't experience change and real life um, lessons if you aren't experiencing those dips, those ebbs and flows. So the key to this is to recognize and master the balance of the cycles of life rather than getting frustrated and down with yourself. I think it's truly a measure of um, not necessarily spirituality, but a truly measure of how far you've come in your mindset journey and in just who you are as a human being, when you can recognize the downtimes not as life being unfair to you or how bad you have it or, oh, poor me or look at what life is doing to me. When you get out of that place and when you experience true growth and you can recognize that this isn't um, just the universe being unfair to you and that this is necessary and that this is trying to teach you something and that this this is you a tool to utilize yourself propelling yourself forward using the dips the downtimes the valleys as um, a key to your success that is when I feel like you truly master um, your I don't even know what to call it. You master yourself, master your mindset, basically. So when you're in those downtimes, just have peace. This law really helps me have peace because just like you can't stay on the ups, you can't stay on the downs either. And that's a beautiful thing to remember. And that's why I said this, this law kind of gives me hope. So I know when I'm experiencing downtimes or when things don't seem unfair to me or when money's tight per se or business is slow or something is happening in my personal life, like it is right now, honestly, I am have had a very, very trying last couple of weeks in my personal life. Um, if you're in my luminary group, I have spoken of this in extreme detail, like more detail than I care to share. Um, but I think it's super important to be vulnerable. And so I'm in a huge downtime right now. But I, I moped for about a week and a half. I'm not going to lie. But then I realized I can't let this season of my life affect what I'm doing with my business, affect um, my daughter and how I am as a parent, affect um, my friendships. Okay, so I am peaceful that even though stuff is less than desirable right now and that I'm going through a really hard season in my life, that it's not going to stay like this. It is not going to stay like this. This is just a temporary blip and it's using me to mold and to change and to create something new so that when the hypothetical springtime comes, I'm going to blossom. I'm going to be a different and newer and better and more rejuvenized version of myself. And that's going to do nothing but propel my success 
um, help my business, help me be a better person, help me be a better parent, and learn lessons, valuable lessons that I think we all need in life. So um, despite me taking, you know, a week to mope about it, I'm back. I feel hopeful. Um, it's not ideal. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. But at the same time, I'm not letting that deter me. I'm not holding myself up in a ball and locking myself away from the world. Um, I'm hopeful that this is a season and that things will turn around and that this is not permanent and it's a cycle. Okay, so I really on this all pray this for you that you can trust in these seasons and you can think about certain areas of your life, whether it be relationships, personal, professional, what season are you in? How can you utilize this to prepare for the next season? And I like the saying, like, if you're not growing, you're dying. I know I've said that in this podcast series, but if you're on the uphill, don't be fooled. There's going to be coming a downslide. So how can you prepare for that? Just like when you're in the down season, how can you prepare for the up season? And just an example of that, when I'm in my busy season at work and I am having a good month or even a good year, I know it's not going to stay like that. So I know I have to be mindful. I know I have to invest my money. I know I have to save so I can be prepared for those downsides, right? Um, same with this. I know that this isn't going to be permanent. I know I'm in a bad place and I can be prepared for the upswing. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Let me tell you. So that is the law of polarity, law number 11. Okay, the last law, you guys, is the law of gender. Um, law number 12 is the law of gender, or I've read and seen some places called the law of yin, yin and yang. Yin and yang. <laughs> yin and yang. So there are two types of energy, essentially. Feminine and masculine. Now, I'm not going into like actual gender, human body gender. I am strictly talking about energies. Everybody possesses a feminine and masculine energy no matter what gender you are or identify as. Everybody, everything in the universe harnesses both energies. The um, Only in the animal kingdom, only in like social settings do we classify this as sex and attach a meaning to it, okay? This just exists no matter what label we want to put on it and no matter what societal spend we want to put on it. It's just there. It exists. Um, neither is right or wrong. We need to work to embrace and balance each energy Yin being female, yang being male, um, it's present in all things. No matter what we do, it's just there. And it's so important. And I think in our personal life and especially in our professional life, we need to learn to master both areas to be productive and to be in alignment with our higher self. Um, even as females, we need to learn to master some of that masculine energy. This may look like... Um, learning to be able to harness our emotions. This may look like being able to be assertive and speak up for ourselves. It doesn't matter what type of label you put on it. It's important to have both. Now, I know, especially in relation to business, um, for those of you who don't know, I own a direct mail and printing company full time. I have for about oh, almost nine years now. And I classify this business as very much my masculine business. Um, it's nothing but strict business. There's no feelings or emotions involved. It's a transaction of goods and services for money. That's essentially what it is. I love my clients. I have a very close relationship with my clients. My clients, um, I, that's how 
I've built my business is word of mouth and my clients appreciating and liking what I do. But I very much pride myself on um, providing goods and services in a timely, professional, efficient manner. And my goods and services are high quality. And that's, there's just an exchange of that for monetary value period. There's no ooey gooey. There's no feelings. There's no like, oh, I'm really sorry that you've had a bad month, but you still have to pay me. Okay. Like that is how I run my business. Um, masculine energy for me in business is very easy. Um, it comes very natural to me. I'm very assertive. I'm very outspoken. I'm very opinionated. That's not hard for me in business. It's not hard. In fact, that business is easier for me to run um, compared to my coaching business. The Freedom Guild um, is very feminine to me. It's very creative. It's very touchy-feely. It's very vulnerable. Um, it's very getting in touch with um, my vulnerable side. All of that gooey stuff. Like, how can I help you? What can I do for you? How can I service you? How can we make you, like myself and my clients, a better person? It is very, very, very much outside my comfort zone. And it's kind of ironic because when I first started um, the Freedom Guild, but my let's just say my coaching, I had a completely different mindset starting this business. I knew what I wanted it to look like and that's what it is in its present form, but I didn't know how to get there because I had never run a business like this. I'd always been in very masculine energy running my company and so I was trying to make this like, oh, a professional consulting firm. I'm a business consultant. I had a completely different name. I had a very um, type A logo. I had a, a business plan, like all of that stuff was very masculine and I was good at it and it was a good business plan. I'm not going to lie, but it wasn't the vision that I had for this business. It wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to reach females on a deeper level and I could not do that without harnessing my feminine energy and I was trying to force it. I was trying to have it be masculine and I was not letting it flow. And so it wasn't until I hired my business coach a couple years ago that she really pinpointed this without actually saying that. But in hindsight and learning about universal laws, I really embraced the fact that this is what my struggle was. And it just blossomed from there. Um, my logo is very girly. It's very colorful. It's very warm and inviting. Um, my Just the whole mood of my business changed. I changed the name. It's all about being in community. It's all about being um, in touch with ourselves, all of that kind of stuff. Everything that my mailing business was not, okay? And even in my mailing business, like, it's very, like, I wear, for the most part, like, I don't dress up. I work in a warehouse setting. I'm working with my hands all day. Like, it's just the complete opposite. But I really feel like I needed that in my life to create this balance, and it has helped tremendously and it has helped me really create um, the sort of balance to where I am not constantly searching for the next best thing because I have a beautiful, um, harmonious mixture of both. 
okay? And so I would encourage you guys, not just in business, but to look at your life and really figure out what areas of your life you need to harness that feminine energy or maybe that masculine energy. Um, it doesn't serve any of us to be one or the other. It doesn't serve any of us to be very feminine and in our feels all the time. Sometimes we've got to boss up. You know what I mean? We've got to put on our big girl panties, so to speak. We got to boss up. We got to stick up for ourselves. We got to speak up for ourselves. And we kind of have to embrace that sassy uh, queen, boss babe, whatever you want to call it, energy. What, like it or not, in terms of universal laws, the law of gender, that is masculine energy. Whether we want to admit it or not, we can say, oh, she's a boss babe all the time. But what society has essentially done, it has taken that masculine energy and it has made it okay for females to harness. Okay. And, or you might be like me in business. You might, um, you might struggle with being vulnerable. You might struggle with letting your walls down. And I, I would like to say in my personal life that I harness that feminine energy. Um, I can be in my feels. I'm a very, I wear my heart out on my sleeve um, type of person. I am very emotional. My friends know that um, I'm an empath. I let things get to me even though I know I shouldn't. Um, I care what other people think. Um, but at the same time, I know that there are certain areas of my life, like I was talking about earlier, like dating, that I do need to harness some more feminine energy as far as like letting people in, letting my walls down, not hiding behind my success in my businesses and acting like such a tough guy. Like I tend to do that in romantic relationships, even though my friends and family know I'm very emotional. Um, and so it's, it's hard sometimes, especially if you, um, are used to and comfortable with a certain energy to allow another one to creep through. And like I said, it's not just a whole balance. It can be in one area or the other. And in business, I feel more comfortable being masculine. In relationships, I feel, in friendships, I feel more comfortable being feminine. In romantic relationships, I try to be the tough guy. You know what I'm saying? So in each area of your life, you have to be able to find a balance of harnessing both of those energies. Um, so what area do you need to focus on? What, um, what area in your life are you forcing some sort of gender that you need to let the other one in and allow it to dictate or to allow it to create a balance between the two? Um, it does no one any good to allow one energy to completely dictate over the other. It is so good to be able to find and harness a balance. It makes life easier. It makes relationships easier. It makes business easier. Um, and there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place and a content, an area of your life where it's necessary to harness masculine energy and to be A, B, and C straight to the point. And there's an area in your life where you probably need to be more vulnerable and you need to soften your edges and you need to let your walls down. Does that make sense? Okay, so I think that's it, you guys. That is law number 12, the law of yin and yang. And that really, truly completes this podcast series of the 12 universal laws. Um, I've had so much fun doing this, even though I wasn't as consistent as I thought I would be on getting these episodes out. Like I said, um, life has kind of happened to me. It's been kind of a roller coaster in my personal life lately, but, um, and if you're in my luminary group, you know what I'm talking about. Um, 
But the theme this month, not only in the Luminary Group, but in the Freedom Guild, is September Swagger. And it's really just a fun spin on words to talk about getting our confidence back, getting our good, feel good energy back, feeling good about ourselves, feeling good about what we're doing, and really embracing that um, confident, glowing goddess thing. Okay, and if you guys haven't seen, I'm actually doing a $100 Amazon gift card giveaway. So you have to sign up. There's a link on my personal profile. I've shared it into the Freedom Guild group. I'll share it again, um, but you have to sign up. You just put your first name and your email address in there and you send it off and then you'll get an email back and it'll have the two things. It's so simple. Two things that you need to do to enter the giveaway and a hundred dollars, you guys, you know what I could do with a hundred dollars on Amazon? I could do a lot. Okay. Um, I really want anybody and everybody to be a part of this, but it goes along with the September swagger thing and goes along with celebrating ourselves, but it's super duper easy. The one thing you got to do to enter. And I'm really shocked. You guys, a bunch of people have signed up, but a bunch of people, no one has actually done the thing they need to do to enter. So you could probably be a winner by default if you just go do the thing you need to do, okay? Um. Anyways, thank you so much, you guys, for joining this series with me. I had a lot of fun, but I'm also, also, also so very ready to get back to my normal podcasting schedule. I have so much that I wanna talk to you guys about. I have been making notes and notes and notes in my phone, on my notebooks, because I am just full of stuff that I cannot wait to dive into. And I'm just really excited to do that. So about to hop off here, about to go record more podcast episodes for you. And thank you so much for tuning in. And if you liked it, I would love, love, love for you to share it on Instagram and tag me. Um, It just lights my fire whenever I see other people enjoying these episodes. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.